0: really watching this? this virus right now Like, like for real? Bro. man it's really plague season 2020 yeah, trust me when i say it is real in the field it's real in the field man playing ain't no watching, games y'all game y'all still think it's another game from the government huh? it's just another game right oh geez <laughs> <I don't>... <laughs> <laughs> Jolly. okay in the crown and be fraud, Look around, this is what happens when God gets involved, think your problem is solved, it's deeper than you thought, here we go, oh man. Now you look lost, flow sick like a car from this COVID-19 That's a dagger in the heart of the American dream Your actions just scream that your merit is flawed You wonder why people don't know what you want You think it's just not real that the critics are lying They leading us astray cause they think we so blinded You got to get back to the grind for this bread And if you talk stupid, put some chains on your head We see you so misled by things government said And the new world order has ordered us dead Now the real question is What is real, what is fake? I heard time tells all And we don't show up late Uh It's time to claim the crown To find is to lose And to lose is to find You know it's going down Take a good look around Uh Fluctuation, not The future of your life Us and God will decide Mind over matter Money had its time Let the crown shine so that we begin to climb It's time to clean the crown Don't let it slip And if you don't fall, then it's not worth the trip We tend to say people die every day Except bodies from COVID make us really front our face What's that to say as the system decays? What happens when
1: This is Creating Space with Nate Jolly, and he is here um, on this episode with me to talk about music, um, holistic well-being, and all that great stuff. So go ahead and say something for the builders, Nate.
2: Yeah, it's your boy Nate Jolly, owner of POE, Perception Over Everything, because perception is everything. How you view the world is how you're going to create the world. So you know, we want to offer you the ability to create your own story instead of being influenced by someone else's.
1: Right, so I'm gonna start there. What what gave you the uh, the idea for Poe, and how did you come about like with making this a real thing?
2: Um, the idea has kind of just been uh, implanted throughout my life. Um, I've always seen things differently. Um, I've always I'm a Libra, you know what I mean. So we like to see things from multiple sides. Mm-hmm. That's why we get a little bit indecisive sometimes, or feel like we can do it all, um, because we understand a lot of viewpoints.
1: What's your moon sign? Um,
2: moon sign? Uh, mm-hmm. I am a Sagittarius moon. So, okay. yeah, we, yeah. I've heard people <laughs> call me Sagittarius, and I'm like. <laughs> <doing
1: that?" laughs> well, I didn't do anything to you. Who hurt you?
2: I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just, you know, I just got some love, energy, bro. We, You know? um, But, you know, that, that idea has always been there. Um, I think it was, I'm going to say 20... 16 around 2016. Um, I wanted to start like a rap group called Poe, kind of similar to like Pro Era and how they started to brand themselves. I was like, okay, right. I feel like I could do this. Also, find some dope artists, we get it done. Um, the original artists I picked didn't pan out because they had their own dreams and visions and things like that. That happens, right? Um, and I originally just released, you know, the Poe. Uh, as a song, I was just like, because this is like, the song was essentially like a prologue to what I'm essentially doing now. Yes. Um, it was one of those things where, like, you know, you're speaking it into existence. Um or the powerful guys. That's a sidebar. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was the song first. The album cover was actually the logo that I have right now. Um, shout out to uh, Doctor Vaughn aka Brother Infinite. Uh, he's actually in the Florence area. Fantastic artist art of all kinds shirts all of that tap in um he's the one who made my logo and then uh one of my older one of my previous mentors he was like you know you need to have a brand like it's are you an artist or are you a brand right and kind of got that conversation going and then I took the diligent steps to you know do the paperwork as far as POE is concerned and I mean here now we
1: are. Here. So let's yeah. discuss exactly what PoE is. Cause I, I saw you you did a post either today or yesterday. And one of the captions you had was you do everything from readings to illumination to dream interpretation. Poe helps strengthen these foundations to help you remember your true self. So let's yeah. let's kind of dive into that meaning, that definition. What does that mean?
2: Um, so for lack, and I actually came up with this today because um with um figuring out my lane, essentially. Um, I have to find out uh easier ways to describe what it is that the company is. Right. So it's essentially a spiritually based art company. I love
1: period. that. <laughs> that um, that's very uh, bite-sized, very, very yeah,
2: like <laughs> short, simple to the point. Spiritually based art company. Everything we do has spirituality infused. So I know sometimes my lyrics might be a little bit confusing, um, but when you uh are a fan of you know, becoming your best version or um, I guess the deeper knowledge, if you will, Um, my lyrics will start to make a little bit more sense. Um, And like I said, spirituality is the foundation of everything in our life. You know what I mean? How you going to win if you ain't right within, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, that's pretty much uh, how the holistic healing services um, come into play where we Ha- we help you uh, work through any situations that have happened in your life, whether that's traumas, whether that's thought patterns, etc. Um, help you work through those things, and then hopefully turn that into an art form. Um, and art comes in all shapes and sizes, so we ain't got to talk about that. But that's and essentially what therapy. the yeah exactly
1: Artist therapy yeah
2: exactly. So that's what all of the services are about. Um, and anyone who isn't really even an artist you just want to be more driven in your life or you know want to be reminded of what your true purpose is because that's a common misconception with like holistic healing and readers and people that you know um, do any kind of divination like there's an impression that they're telling you the future when that isn't necessarily true they're just confirming what you already know right. they're just bringing it to your attention so that you can make the decision or you can take the actions necessary
0: um
1: so- it seems like you're like you said, you cannot separate your, separate your spirituality from your music. So let's let's start there. Like what has been your journey as far as your spiritual journey goes and find Um
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> so um as you progress spiritually, you'll go you'll hit different um you can call it you can think of them as like checkpoints on the, you know, ladder to get to your right. best version. Right?
1: Milestones. Um, checkpoints.
2: Yeah. Uh the community likes to call them spiritual awakenings yeah. um so i guess my first one um again i've always been pretty perceptive uh thought a different way about things um and th- my favorite rapper ab Soul, he has a song called nibiru yeah. um anyone who knows the science uh, nibiru is actually a theoretical planet that supposedly crosses our orbit and brings a lot of debris it's the thing that probably caused the the meteor that killed the dinosaurs and things like that is the subject of a lot of alien myths and things like that nice. so this particular song by ab so also called nibiru um he like was rapping the facts of what they theorized about the planet how far away it is um different magazines that it was in etc etc and my cousin and mind you with my first rap group, we were already kind of on a spiritual wave. We just weren't using it the right way necessarily, um or well, we didn't have as much knowledge as we do now. Okay. Um, but yeah, he he broke down. He, he would literally play a punchline, stop, and then show me the fact, like where it was, like the planet and all the different um theories and things like that. And I, it it just blew my mind. And I was like, "Yo!" <laughs> and mind you, I don't. I was born in Boston, but I was for the most part raised in King Street. And you know what I'm saying? King Street kind of- <laughs> A
1: little rough. <laughs> <laughs> A little, you know what I mean?
2: So being in that space and then hearing that, I'm like, yo. Your
1: mind expanded w- and I think- that's Yeah, so I'm like, important. yo, what,
2: Yeah, what is really out here? And then from there, it was kind of just, you know, following the cookie crumbs of, all right, let's get into the, the conspiracy theories and all of that and follow that journey. Um, then as I got older, um, I got more in tune with Egyptian mythology and the knowledge of our people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was starting to notice the similarity between all of them. Like I've pretty much, I I won't say I've read every holy book, but I've know the story of most of the holy books, like (laughs) the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, the Bible, the book of Mormon, uh, I don't know the book of Tao, but I know the Taoist principle, so on and so forth. Um, and just realizing that these things came originally from Africa first, because everything mm-hmm. from Africa, you know what I mean? Um, noticing the similarities between that, and then as I'm gaining knowledge about that, also tapping into my intuitive gifts. Um
1: a big part of your spiritual issues. journey.
2: Yeah, huh?
1: I said that. that's a big part of of
0: yeah of uh, Um,
1: continuing any spiritual journey as far as like because you're more in tune with yourself and when you do that it's like you're tapping into that original energy that original power that was already there you know
2: exactly yeah um and there's numerous stories that are still in progress about how i've grown my intuitive ability and situations and things like that that have happened um but uh as you learn more about yourself um i like how a healer said this you're given more opportunities to prove that you are that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so rather than thinking about them oh, as challenges or as enemies to your true self it's like oh they're just showing they're just making sure that i'm really out here right. that's pretty much um that that's how i like to think about it there are no challenges there are no obstacles only challenges
1: right so um, as far yeah. as your, i'm sorry as far as your spiritual no. journey goes how has that influenced your music and how has your music influenced your spiritual journey?
2: Um, well you said it, artist therapy um, and naturally as you learn more things it tra- it's just going to translate into the music. Right. Um, so again like I said earlier like a lot of the times my very uh string theory like you know what I mean um Guala actually compared me more to Lupe and that's one of my favorite artists um where it seems very jumbled sometimes, but, you know, when you stop and like are able to like hear it enough or, you know, reread the lyrics, you're like, Oh, he's actually saying this, right. like, um, and again, words have power. Right. Mm-hmm. So realizing that um, what you're speaking on the track is going to manifest in your life, right. especially if you have feeling behind it, Mm-hmm. and to make the record good you mm-hmm. got to have feeling behind it right so you know anything that you speak like is going to manifest itself um this is why a lot of the rappers you'll see them like oh the ones who mainly rap about guns and drugs and the woman and all that I was of gonna that.
1: ask you about that They're, yeah yeah that's Are the exactly ones that rap about suicide so you do feel like it's the energy behind the words that you project on a track.
2: exactly okay um so having this greater knowledge um I feel like it's just my duty to spread that via music and just make it as catchy as possible, which is why we listen to music. And um, music can change your vibration as well, um, depending on uh, specifically what you're listening to. So more positive music, you're going to have positive, you know, you're going to feel more positive. Um, Negative music, of course, we've seen the effects of that. They call that emo rap and and all of that stuff. And there's a, like, again, a sidebar. Um, if you make that type of music, that's okay because it still has to be expressed. Yes. You can't have all right yeah. Right. Um, because some people need those songs to help work through those feelings.
1: Oh yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, you know, definitely there's a lane for that. Um, I just prefer to kind of stick it to the to the positive side. You know what I mean? Give people some uplifting lyrics that hopefully you learn something.
1: So, yes. Yeah. So when um, did you realize your music was a passion for you, and it became more of a passion than a hobby?
2: Um. I think it was my sophomore year in college. Um, I got my own place and everything and I had a little l- neat little studio set up. It wasn't great, but it did the job right. and um, being in that college environment and having access to so many people, it gives you the opportunity to um, you know build your network. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna drop this mixtape. I had a pretty I still have a pretty big friend group. I was like, all right, drop this tape here y'all go, started to spread it out. I got a lot of great feedback. Um, And then from there, I was just like, you know, I'm in college, I have an opportunity to spread my music. Uh, Good bit of people know me at the school. Um, I have a lot of connections. Um, There's a story about me winning a rap show that I didn't even enter in in the first place. Like I thought that was really cool. Um, And just, you know, being in an environment where creativity is encouraged, you know what I mean? I was like, okay. Feel like i can do this so um from there um i became more serious about it and i used to actually be called nate the great um some I people like still call me yeah some people call me that as a nickname um but a good friend of mine his name is bucky uh he asked me i was like do you want to be known as just like asking that question of did i want to be known as the celebrity archetype or did i want to be known as myself
1: so that's why you changed your name to your actual name.
2: Yeah, okay. because there was like, he was like, you know, Nate the Greatest sound great. And then all of that stuff is a catchy name. People remember it, but then like become this persona. And then You're the word yourself. great. Yeah. The word great has a lot attached to it. Um, <laughs> and while I feel like I'm a fantastic person, I'm great. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's just like, I'd be living up to a stigma instead of being myself. Right. So it's like, you know what, just be your name, bro. I think your name is really freaking catchy. And then people are like, oh, well, what's the artist name? I'm like, hey, job, like, you know. And that, that was
1: gonna be one of the questions that I was gonna wiggle my way into because I'm just like you, you are probably the first one so far that I've done for as far as artistry goes, that you're using your actual name and not a stage name, which is yeah. perfectly I, I kind of felt like that was the reason where it's just like you're showing up as yourself and so you know your music is gonna be as honest and as as authentic as you are. Um,
2: exactly.
1: Instead of you having to tap into this extra energy, you just walk around with it already with you. So I get it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
1: for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. Switching lanes a little bit. Uh, let's discuss your influences. So as far as even you know your Poe goes, your business and your music. Like, what influences have you been incorporating in both of those?
2: Um. Okay. That's a good thing. <laughs> Um, firstly, the world of finance in itself and being a business owner and entrepreneurship, you know, numerous opportunities out there, um, different things you can do to build residual income, um, business. I would probably cite Hove Matter of fact, nah, I would cite Nipsey before I cite Hove, honestly. Um, All like, right. yeah, cause, um, during, before I got super duper serious, um, when I was still in high school, um, the rap group that I was working with, uh, or basically my my cousin's rap group. Um, one of his his best friend actually did security for Nip
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, before he really got the Marathon cool. brand all together and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so of course, naturally, he got he the homeboy with the rap group. You know what I mean? He doing mm-hmm. security for Nip. Like he gonna give us he gonna show he showed Nip our music, and Nip was like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna have like a, a mock rap battle with you guys and kind of see, you know." y'all penmanship at where the work ethic at all of that stuff you know the typical things that a business owner would do and obviously he didn't yeah yeah and he um he didn't use his real name uh he actually this is some super game um but he actually used the name ocho and anybody who uh, apparently truly knows nipsey hustle knows that that's one of his like his names Hmm. um but um so he used that name and you know we did our thing whatever whatever um and my cousin pulled me aside after I went to bath- after I came home from basketball practice. And he was like, Yo, man, you know, this is a real opportunity right here, man. This, you know, he could fly you out and you can start really getting getting your legs going as far as the music stuff. Um, he was like, yo, do you want to do it? You ain't at first, at first Nipsey wanted to sign the whole group, but then my cousin was like, No, we want to keep the name, all of that stuff.
0: Right. Um,
2: so he approached me instead. It was like, yo, this is something you could probably, this is an opportunity, man. And I was like, nah man I got hoop dreams man I'm trying to go to the NBA oh you were like, trying to hoop kind of... yeah I was trying to hoop hoop I so you were like... a ball player in school yeah 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 yeah. You, were
1: you decent? This... I was,
0: I was decent I was I was decent
2: <laughs> um but yeah from there like after that um it didn't get a little bit too serious until after the fact mm-hmm. of course like I like I explained um but even since then like nipsey has been one of my greatest influences like he's one of the main artists that's in my playlist um and big influence musically um just what he did for the community things like that i aspire to do something similar in my own way um covid kind of saying, but we still are able to where we do what we can um and i pride myself on you know one being honest but two being as uplifting as possible when i'm around people because ain't nobody got time for all of this shit. you got enough bullshit to deal with your, with your regular life you know what i mean so um and yeah as far as musical inspirations uh uh lupe fiasco we already said that uh Absol nipsey um J electronica if anyone's familiar um Rhapsody I really enjoy her music and the fact that she's from North Carolina is big to me
1: That's dope then, yes
2: yeah uh Kendrick and Cole um and there's numerous other artists of course that you know we listen to that are like oh I think that's really cool how they did this type of thing um but those are the main influences um as far as the whole brand itself um Okay, so this one's a little weird, but
1: it's okay. We we do weird this, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: this particular person, um, I admire their work and how they carry themselves in a celebrity environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know. Besides myself, when I think of perception over everything, I think of this person. Okay. Um, and it's Zendaya. Like. Yeah, like, and it's just like how she carries herself because she's a multifaceted person. She literally does it all. You know, she still seems like like
1: she's true to whoever she is. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know what I mean? No idea who the
1: fuck she is. No, we (laughs) we don't know for sure, but it's just you you can kind of tell the ones who are approaching things with authenticity as opposed to those who are projecting the image they want you to see, right? So those are going to be your people who you know influence a lot of trend, and so. The fact that they're so big on influencing things, it kind of takes on a life of their of its own in their life, if that makes right. sense. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, but for her, you know, and people who have that kind of personality, it seems like a natural thing. Like I'm gonna bring this to the table, you can like it or not, and you know, we'll move That's forward it with is. it. Yeah. Cause she just put out a movie and I, I just reviewed it on the the podcast. Um and it was a great movie, but it's getting a lot of criticism as well. So it's one of those things we where- can talk
2: about that because I got some I got some I got some movie. Please did you watch it?
1: The whole thing? Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, so That's I good. just
1: did a review, and I was just like, first of all, I love the way it was shot, it was beautiful. Like cinematography was just on point. I'm a cinephile. yeah. Okay. But um that's For me, I, it's a form of art, right? Any movie is, but this especially is is laid out like a play. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever like seen a play. Yeah, so it's, heard. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's nah. laid out just like a play. So they have like each scene is very distinct and each argument is very distinct too.
2: Yeah. But
1: the lines, the their speeches, their soliloquies, like it was just, oh, I loved it. But it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. But
2: I thought the opposite. Like, although, like the speech was, <clears throat> of course, we don't want to take away from the art, right? Getting those type of expressions across in a movie is needed, especially during times like this when these things are actually coming up. Yes. Um. But of course, Hollywood has this thing of showing uh, a black strife, a uh, strife in the black household, which is super duper whack.
1: Oh, it just God. happened
2: to be that way but uh yeah you know what i mean and but then, it goes to
1: their argument though that they said like and, and, and that's what i what i saw too it's just like with malcolm's speech and he was saying how he's not allowed to just create art it's always political it's always because these people are black because this person is black and i feel like coming yeah. at it from that standpoint too it's just like i didn't look at it as black people fighting i looked at it as a love story that i could relate to or in some ways relate to because i i don't have yeah, that much toxicity it, in my it's life it's one of
2: those <laughs> it's one of those that there's so many different ways to look at it because i mean neither one of us are wrong in that sense but oh, yeah. you can't you can't approach it from just that particular point like you know like you said it was shot beautifully i love how they did the black and white i thought that was really dope um like just the way they transitioned scenes to be in one household was really smooth great transitions like the music score was on point they had Outcast at the end i was like
1: okay they had all kind of stuff up and through they had old school they had new i'm telling you (laughs) yeah
2: they had it all It, it was great um and even some of his talking points when he was talking about the reviewer were actually really correct in those sentiments like yeah like you said you know um Everything doesn't have to be so political. We watch art to see the expression, not for it to be put in a box based on someone's argument. Right. Like, um, and shoot, bringing that full circle, like <laughs> that's that's why I really don't. I talk about certain issues, but then I don't because, like, I feel like I would rather mention solutions or ask people to find solutions rather than consistently talk about the same problems.
1: Right. Um- um, yeah so you don't feel like your music is political in its nature you just feel like it's art
2: yeah now if you can get political points from it because i'm a like i got songs about trump you know what i'm saying like (laughs) I, i got some bars about trump in there you know what i mean but it's not it's not solely based on like all right i'm bashing trump for three and a half minutes it's like okay trump is or was um a factor along the long list of things that have been happening to us as a society. So like, right. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, dang, we got... Yeah, <laughs> it's, got, hey, yeah we can go. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I'm trying to get back on track. But I mean, yeah, that, that was a good little segue. Um, I think one of the questions I wanted to ask was, um, when did you realize you had a spiritual energy that you can use to help other people? And... Also, when did you realize you had a talent for music? Because I feel like I, I'm going to keep putting them side by side because I do feel like they have a relationship with one another. Definitely. Um, answer whichever one you want first. <laughs>
2: um, I think it was the summer of 2019 is when I realized, like, okay. I, like, I knew I had influence when I rapped on records because, like, I would listen back to my old songs and some of the same things will still be present today. Like, this is a song, I, well, for example, I set a bar on one of my, on my first mixtape, I was like, and it, tell me this doesn't relate to where we are right now. Friends turn into foes, nice girls turn into hoes, and the world's gonna implode, but the truth never folds, only molds into perceptions which shapes the direction we're headed. Don't forget that I said it. And I said that like in 2016. Did we and- forget
1: that you said it? <laughs>
2: I guess so, because, you know what I'm saying, I don't know if people still listen to that tape now, <laughs> um, but it, uh, it was around the summer of 2019 when I realized, like, okay, um, what I'm speaking on wax actually has some weight to it, and this is being gifted with words is my gift, Um, and then understanding, like, how words operate in our life, like, if you say something mean to somebody, you're going to lower their vibration if you uplift people naturally they're going to be uplifted things like that and just realizing okay this is a type of energy and I can't just I can't rap positive and be this way or I can't um not live what I'm saying in my lyrics so I was like okay I, I'd be on the spiritual game you know what I mean I've definitely had a memory bank of like a bunch of occult knowledge and all that stuff up until that point and I was like "Well, I guess it's time for me to start diving into the spiritual sciences um I already had an affinity for like using playing with cards and all of that stuff so I was like okay I'll start with tarot cards and then from there it kind of just it took off and yeah
1: so I've always been a little um scared to get a tarot card <laughs>
2: um don't it, it's it's not a don't well okay so firstly
1: oh and, lord you gonna I'll, pull out the cards no
2: no 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 I, I gotta so firstly these predate uh-huh. tarot cards okay
1: regular playing so
2: card. yeah regular old playing cards this is why we like it does something to like our mind when we see cards like it just I don't know it like turns on a switch in your head you're like hmm you just start, I don't, I don't know. I can't really, there's I'm nothing not I can that really,
1: numbers, so. <laughs> they just. I mean, nah,
2: but, um, no, but, um, yeah, these, the thing with tarot cards is like, they were, it's one of those things that, um, the powers that be influenced and used it for their own benefit. Like people who say like people who have the original tarot deck, it's called a Rider Waite tarot deck. Right. Mm. Um, a lot of the symbols on those cards are actually based on Christian mythology. And as we know, Christianity is not, like, the original religion of the world at all. Right. Um, they're, they're actually using comedic science in a diff- for their own benefit. That's a sidebar. Um, <laughs> through my research and all of that stuff and just, you know, working with them, I've realized that, okay, not only is there, like, mathematical equations that give you the accuracy <laughs> of what reading with playing cards does but um it also is just a, a great tool that you know can help you you know confirm again what you already know
0: right. um
2: and i prefer to use things that are authentic to the source which is why i'll say you know what if these are, i want to use the original cards and <laughs> the, original, the original original <laughs> yeah the og of the og you know what i mean um and you know, with anything spiritual, you want to know the roots of why you do the thing. So,
1: yes, you know, always um, the why behind, always, yes, behind. exactly. Um, I've always just felt like a deeper connection to like the world as far as like the energy and like starting to really tap into it myself, right. right? Or express it myself. I won't say just tap into it, but recognize it's there and then know how to harness it. And so, I know like, um, it's a lot more to come. But, you know, just starting to see things um, and how they connect in our waking world. Um, As far as, like, I just started really looking into, like, astrology and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other, yeah. But... um, there is truth there (laughs) yeah
2: and all the and and all of these things are in reality tools you know what i mean Mm -hmm. as above so below we've heard that numerous times right Right. um a lot of the things that you'll see in astrology are simply already reflected inside of you it's just you looking at it from a different source um same with the cards like if i'm not yeah
0: see Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um,
2: but if you're like even with tarot cards or any kind of card divination or people casting stones or whatever they want to do like if you yourself are not um prepared to receive those messages or are an open channel to receive or look at things a certain way then they're dead they're dead weight it's like having a wrench but not knowing how to use the wrench right and you know what I mean so
1: that's yeah <laughs> so um who <whew. laughs> You're giving me a run for my money, Nate, because you're, uh, this is a unique case. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's the fact that I'm trying to make sure I cover the t- totality of your creative, right? So that you're not just an artist. You're also a spiritual being and you're, whatever your endeavors you are doing in that, I'm highlighting yeah. that as well. So I'm doing a juggling act over here. <laughs> hey,
2: no, hey, look, take it. listen, a question at a time. We'll get there.
1: Um, How do you go about creating your music? So how do you, I'm pretty sure you tap into that spirit of yours. Um, How does a song come to you and how do you make it a thing?
2: Um, Most of my songs are, let me see, how do I even start this off? So long story short, I guess just because of how I was born or how I'm wired or something, almost any beat I hear, Mm-hmm. i can rap to it and just like the, think about the drake effect like it's kind of in that same way where it's like i can hear a beat and rap to it and just do the thing right. um so usually the it's usually idea then versus then the course um and sometimes those things happen at different times right so i'll come up with an idea for a song i may not come back to that to that idea until maybe a couple days or like a week later or something like that. And then the verse just comes to me and like in five minutes, I'm done. I'm like, okay, edit here, edit here, edit here. Mm-hmm. I'm done. And I can't tell you how many notebooks I filled with that, just that. like I
1: feel you. Um, it's I like usually a puzzle piece
2: of songs. Yeah, it's a frenzy, but then like- <laughs> But it's like, a
1: good, you, once you harness it, it's like- the most beautiful process because it's like you're yourself, but you're your most creative and natural self. So, like, a lot of times when something comes to me, I'm just like, okay, boom, 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 boom. And then I get to a point where I've exhausted whatever I had that day. Right. Like you said, I might have to come back a few days later and it'll something else will spark something and I'll be able mm-hmm. to go back and finish it. Or I might finish it all in one sitting. It, it just depends on, you know, what it is and where I am in my creative energy and all that good yeah. stuff. So yeah I get it there's
2: a there's a lot there's definitely a lot of puzzle piecing sometimes um but it's always an enjoyable process and you know more often than not like I have all the material I need to puzzle piece things together um a lot of the times um the original song I record is not the beat I wrote it to
1: right
2: which would be really that's a weird thing I do but um Does yeah, it Just sort of
1: make you feel like oh dang I didn't get the song I wanted or do you just accept that this the song that was already going to be made anyway because you can't recreate the beat that you heard in your head um because really it's the cadence that matters right yeah it,
2: it's, it's it's just the cadence um and I usually switch beats when I feel like the mood doesn't fit like I want like if let's see uh if a beat has a lot of low tones or, you know, very melancholy-ish, like very minor tone, stuff like that, I would want to be a little bit more uh, serious. That's probably like my storytelling. That's, you know what I mean? Like diving through the uh, uh, the traumas, I guess, in a sense, like getting those real, getting those types of emotions out. Whereas if it's more of an uptone beat, I'm trying to, you know, make you feel good give a little bop, that type of thing. So um, I usually switch beats because of that. I'll write something and it'll be in a certain mood and I'm like, okay, this beat sounds good. Mm, Not really because it (laughs) doesn't fit the mood. Let's try this one. And I literally just, until I pick a beat and then-
1: From there it's up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so how do you go about perfecting each craft? So, how do you go about perfecting your music? And how have you like continuously learned on your spiritual journey how to do your card readings and your spiritual um readings and your dream interpretations? Because that's something that I find myself doing too for my family members. Like, yo, what (laughs) does dream? Oh I I mean, they'll just hit me up and they'll be like, I had the craziest dream and they'll tell me what it is. And I'm just like, Well, first, how did you feel in your dream? all right what was around you um connect all that stuff back what's going on in your waking life what are your desires and then we just kind of figure that all out together
2: (laughs) yeah that's pretty and that honestly is exactly what I do in my uh, interpretation sessions where you know I'll ask the client about you know what's going on in your life right now give me a little quick status update you ain't got to give me all the juice but give me a little something (laughs) I can work with right and then we can talk about your dream and then from there we dissect all different aspects of the dream, what that means, what certain actions can be taken, stuff
1: Symbolism, like that. all of it. So all of
2: that, all of that.
1: How do you go about, go about perfecting each aspect of that creative, these creative journeys?
2: Um, The writing, um, I definitely just, you know, continue to stay well-read, you know what I mean? You can't, there's, you what only you get reading? writer's block. Yeah. Uh, I said,
1: what are you reading? I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Uh, 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 current book is this right here it's called uh the black bible, the black bible of science Compilation. yeah um so it's essentially a book um telling us different uh aspects about explaining different aspects about the black collective from a black perspective so this is why the u.s set this up this is why this is that way this is how this works that type of thing and it's just a compilation book of that a bunch of stuff I already know but it's good to reread it um but yeah staying well read um you only get writer's block when you're not learning anything new um when you stagnate yourself is when you find things not to write about like a lot of people will say you know go live life a little before you write your next album
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's very true you know what i mean um i got a lot of stuff i can write about now because i'm like yo I mean,
1: <laughs> why are you scratching yeah.
2: head? <laughs> yo man it's so much like there's so much to dissect because i'm not looking just at um my life as it's unfolding but also my spiritual life as it's unfolding and the things i've learned there and all of that
1: yeah. um
2: I was as just far as this
1: conversation i'm sorry i, I just yeah. had this conversation and of course i blog too um and I hadn't written in in quite some time and so um, someone asked me yo when's the last time you wrote and I was just like you know it's been a minute I just don't know what to write and the person was just like well look at the things that you've been doing recently and and all the stuff that you've been talking about like why don't you write about that like you've had experiences and sure enough today um, I was just living regular life and something came to me and I was just like you know that is, you know, words become things, <laughs> you know, you we have this conversation. And ha- I had been thinking about not having written in a while, but I hadn't actually had the conversation about it. But as soon as I had the conversation, that's when it kind of manifested. And um, I was shown, you know, what I could write to make it make sure that I'm keeping the blogger in cans when it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So I'm sorry. Back to you.
2: No, you're good. Um, And that and that's what it is. Inspiration comes at any time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes we just got to relearn how to like tap into that inspiration. Um as far as the spiritual stuff, um again, a lot of the books I read are of spiritual nature anyway, so it's going to pose those questions regardless. Um always self-reflecting in anything that I do, anywhere I go, no matter who I'm talking to, always like Big okay. Advocate. Yes. yeah Always being self-reflective. Um and you know what I mean, making sure to eat the right foods, meditate when I can pray when I can I try to pray about every morning um, or every night um and that's pretty much all I do uh I also have a trick with the cards that I use to kind of figure out which voice is my intuition and which is just like my monkey mind um that's a good exercise
1: explain monkey mind
2: um basically the logical mind that tries to come up with a solution well not come up with a solution but tries to um have all the information got it that's the monkey mind um because the truth of the matter is as much as we learn as much as shit i'm tapped into we're i don't know a damn know. thing
1: i yeah. just said this i just said this on um one of my couple of ex- episodes back and i i was talking about this i was just like you know we get into a lot of these conversations where we're talking about um, our opinions conspiracy theories what's happening in the world that we visually can see what's happening behind the veil of reality like we get into a lot of these conversations and I think I make the most peace in myself when I realize like I am never going to know all I might know some things I yeah. can you know be curious and find out more but I am comfortable with understanding that no matter how much I learn I'm never going to know everything I know the things that I know and I know the things that I don't know. <laughs> and that's it. There
2: you go. That's, that's it. When
1: like, you make peace with that, you just, you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. You, and you know, anything that comes your way, that's something new. You're like,
1: okay, cool.
2: Mm-hmm. And you take the lesson and keep on going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just realizing that I'm never going to know everything. Um, but I can know myself to the best that I can. And yeah, um, you know that even that is a never ending process, right there's always new things to discover because you're learning new things as you you know continue to grow so um taking things a step at a time uh not well i, I gotta i got a habit of doing this sometimes but
1: <laughs> pressure yourself uh, out
2: yourself to yeah
1: like pressure myself
2: it. to like do too much and like go do the i gotta do this and that and this and that and it's like uh, hold on, sir yeah come back right here look at is that okay so um yeah just before
1: this you were telling me about the rule of three about uh what your friend had told you so you want to share that with the builders real quick
2: oh for sure um so she said if you're doing more than three things at once you're doing too much um so whether that's you know you have three different means of income for your life right you shouldn't have a fourth um if you have a business and you're doing three things you shouldn't add a fourth thing to that business um if let's say for example you know if I have clients I should never have no more than three clients really a day especially considering like when you're becoming a clear channel for somebody that does take a lot of energy out of you so it's definitely you don't want to overload yourself with too many clients or too much work at once um and that's just you know, it helps you keep the balance. And there's something about that number three, y'all. Like third time the charm, like they say. You know?
1: So Four might be a crowd. <laughs>
2: hey, listen.
1: Um, Four, you in a box. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is that fourth <laughs> wall that's coming up. I don't need to be boxed in nowhere. <laughs> there, you, there you go. So let's um, skip down a little bit. And we're going to talk about the support. So how has the support been with you going into these different creative journeys and these different spiritual journeys in your life, do people understand what you are um, doing and respected and supported or do they kind of shy away because they don't? Like, how has that been?
2: Um, to those that are already on a spiritual journey, it makes a little bit more sense as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. But for others, I can't necessarily say the same. Um, those who, you know, again, are on a spiritual journey, you know, receive lots of support from them. They're always, you know, give me good point and say, yo, I loved when you did this. So, yo, I appreciate you doing that. It helped me through that. Um, uh, and those that don't really necessarily understand, I can kind of see where they stand and it's not anything to like fault them for because they are where they are. You know what I mean? Um, and if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't, I can only explain it so many times. So, you know what I mean? Um, the support I have received has been, you know, it's great. Like, it's a blessing to be able to even be uh, moving this way for this long, which would be roughly about 10 years or so. Um, and people be receptive of it. People actually enjoy the music. You know, people buying the book, you know, booking me for readings. All that fun that stuff. that book in there. The Art of Inspiration, the Highest Human Act. Listen, we asking you them tough questions and we delivering it in a poetry fashion. Copy it. Cop the book. Feel inspired, guys. It's great. I'm Um, definitely gonna cop
1: it. (laughs) Please
2: do. Yeah. I just had to I had to order some more. Uh I had to order another ship of the books. We're gonna try to uh,
1: and I want my copy signed too. (laughs) I
2: got you. Say no more.
1: Um so I had a question and it went. Okay. Um, how am I trying to frame this? So for you, you feel as though, you know, whether the support comes or not, you're going to be true to yourself, which is how it should be. Yep. Um, but how has it been like as a, an artist in the musical sense, working with others who may not be on that same spiritual journey? Like, do you find it difficult to maybe collab or um, interact with other artists who might be far on the other side of the spectrum than you are?
2: Um, it, it definitely can it's it's its own journey um just because like i understand where they're coming from with that and it's like again they are where they are you know what i mean they have their own journey that they have to go through Mm -hmm. and i work with them how i can or how i feel comfortable you know what i mean and if i don't there's no love loss it's just a simply like me trying to stay authentic to myself like um but there's very few artists that I can name off the top of my head that like are in a very similar headspace to me than as me, and you know that's okay. Um, it's at that point that I serve to you know um, support them where they are in their journey. Um, if I can help them out with stuff, I do that, um, and if I feel like I can contribute to a record, um, hold on. Oh, you could. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if I feel like I can contribute to a record, then I do. Um, and then those who don't, that's that's okay.
1: Um,
2: uh, I'm I'm still here. Hold on. Oh, you're um, good. You got to answer this. Um.
1: So you're saying that you know you're creating music, you're doing your spiritual journey, your readings, your dream interpretations, and all this great stuff. How important is is it for you to have a team or a network that you can draw energy and creativity from and even sometimes insight?
2: Uh, Just as important as anything else. There's no Mm -hmm. I in team. You can't do anything by yourself. Um, There's a great group of people that I work with um, at the shop that I offer my services. Um, I also have like marketing team as well. Uh, the Rustic Raven. Uh, it's in, it's on 8, 7, 813 West Evans Street. A um, great shop. They have crystals, incense, all that stuff. One of the only shops in the area that offer that type of thing. There's also another one called Nico's World. Um, for those of you who are interested as well. Um,
1: See, I didn't even know. But that yeah, was uh, here. oh, it's here. <laughs> I
2: didn't it's, know. It's here. The, yeah, the community is definitely here. Um, like I said, uh, I've being in cuz there is a difference being in the, this type of spiritual space here and then going to somewhere like Colombia where the comedic science and the egyptian mythology and all that type of spirituality is more um favorable to us is definitely something to to think about um but even still like you we pay homage to all types of spirituality all walks of life i don't care if you biblically based i don't care if you freaking nation it is i don't care like as long as you're getting into it yourself and doing what you need to do
1: yeah, we'll spirit to spirit <laughs> there,
2: that, there you go um but yeah team for both all for both the business side of things as well as the spiritual side of things is super duper important like you can't do anything by yourself you and i you know told all of this your network is your net worth hmm. right so who you know is ultimately going to determine what you're worth like hey, I'm you know, are you know if you want to think about it another way, you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're the ninth, if you're around nine broke people, you're the 10th broke person. Oh, you're around nine ten. rich people. <laughs> hey, look, uh, yo. If you're around nine wealthy and successful people, you're going to be the 10th wealthy and successful person.
1: You're probably around broke because all your friends people. need to borrow money.
2: <laughs> you feeling they were like, yo, man, let me, get, I'll get you back. But... Um, yeah. So, you know, making sure to surround myself with the right type of people that are going to help me be successful. Um, and also, you know, being willing to work with others, I think is something that's really big. Like, um, again, you can't do it all by yourself. And as we both know, there's a lot of dope artists like in the area, just in South Carolina period. So it's just, you know, doing what we can to work with them and also give them, um, opportunities to succeed if they're of course willing to do the work
1: so um, and that's why we create space wherever we can find it for creatives in this area. I'm trying to do my part. And that's why I started mm-hmm. the series. But just just to know, like, there are holistic and um, spiritual shops here. That was something that I wasn't aware of. So thank you for highlighting that. That's amazing. I know oh, a lot here. of my builders in the area probably didn't know that, too, because I'm I'm into the, my crystals. I'm into my incense, oh, yeah. my candles, <laughs> and my singing. They got bowls. a full, all, all
2: we got of all it. of that. All of that. And, and pretty affordable prices as well. So tap oh. in. We got you.
1: Got it. Um, The last question I'll ask for this uh, piece, this section is um, or the last statement I'll make is I did have an artist, shout out to Gandhi, on his Creating Space episode and he mentioned how, you know, it might be harder for artists who are more conscious to make, um, to make a, a way in this industry simply because people don't want to reflect. Um, people don't want to come face to face with the why behind a lot of reasons for why right. they do it, why they feel, why they think. Do you find any truth in that?
2: Um, No, because <laughs> when you, tr- when you truly learn marketing, um, that's simply like, although it's kind of bad to put it in the stigma,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's literally just like finding your particular audience. So if yeah. you know that, you know, If you're a more conscious artist, then you would look to talk to people that are more conscious or more willing to, you know, do that type of work. Whereas, you know, putting your, you don't want to, you want to, you want to, as an artist, you kind of want to be everywhere, but know where you belong, essentially. Like, okay, like, me, what, why would I be in the club, like, per se, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, Or why would I look to a, like, a club or, like, our idea of a club as somewhere to, like, try to sell my book or, you know, offer, it. like, I'm going to be at the club, like, yo, man, you want this reading? Like, wow, I got the ball to do it because, you know what I'm saying, whatever. It's just not the most conducive way to, you know, help build the brand. So, again, it's just about knowing knowing your lane. Everybody got their own lane, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to create the lane.
1: So. I like that um mentioning performances you just have one sunday how did you feel um you performed one of yeah, yeah. your newer songs i love it um can't wait for you to you haven't officially released yeah. that one have you
2: no, no i have not okay that's the so, first time i've ever performed a release what did, you,
1: what did you name that one did you name it oh uh, that
2: it, song it? is actually called perception
1: perception okay yeah it's, so, it's called
2: perception yeah.
1: you performed that, like, how, how do you, how do you feel about the, the artistry in the area, more than words, and being able to, like, perform as an artist, your own work of art, and showcase, show up as Nate Jolly, you don't have to, I like how you were a little different, you sat down, and you actually, it was just yourself in your performance. Yeah, um, I think
2: that, um each creative venue has its own again each creative venue has its own lane um more than words one was a start for me because that's one of the first places that I came to actually like perform like um I remember when they like really first started kicking off the more than words and I saw AZ as the feature and I was like yo this you know this dude's dope like uh, just love watching him perform the energy he had he used to walk all around the whole lounge you know <laughs> singing a song and have the whole lounge turn like it's, it's dope um <clears throat> uh, besides that um again i just feel like everyone is in their own space creatively and no way is right or wrong it's just that some people are good at one thing other people are good at other things right. you know artists like Gandhi and az like fantastic at like getting the crowd moving and having a good time and you know really having them like yo get lit you know what I mean that's simple and plain um I'm more of the the laid back chill hit you with the dope words like that I'm that type of artist you know what I mean and um I don't mind going to other venues to perform um but you know my home is like you know sitting in a chair you know spend a little bit of poetry, occasionally do a song or two um, and leave it at that. So uh, I definitely love More as a as a platform. It's given a lot of artists a platform to, you know, really have their art out. And um, to this day, I haven't seen an open mic like it. Like it's, I mean, it's very unique in its own way, like to have that blend of R&B and like gritty rap music and then turn around and have some,
1: Spoken you know, word. Spoken word. Might
2: have like, a guitar up there somewhere.
1: You,
2: you know what I'm saying? We had a saxophone player out there one time. But like, I had left it, it was, right you know, before the sax came out. I was like, no. I yo, he was, man, it. he had this one. He, it was like five, ten minutes. He was just going off. And I'm like,
1: you, Why you did that, you bro? Have... <laughs> Why <laughs> you did that? So, That's
2: awesome.
1: Um, um, And
2: even with my open mic, like, I'm looking to, you know. Um, kind of carry that same tradition Just do it in a different space
1: Right Same thing So let's talk about the possibilities And where you want POE and your music to take you Where you want it Ooh. to
2: go <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm trying to listen <laughs> We're trying like to go global, global.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're trying to go global That, that is the goal um, Because I feel like If humanity realized That we all wanted the same thing We wouldn't argue as much because the only difference is, again, the perspective on it. Like, not all white people are bad. Not all black people are ratchet. Not all Asian people know how to do math. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not not all Mexican girls crazy. Okay, like, it's just their stigmas. On, like, if we realize that all we want is peace, love, joy, unity. Freely, safely having fun. That's all we want. You know what I'm saying? And, and be the to necessities, perform- for-
1: too.
2: <laughs> and having the necessities, like being able to live in the way that we want to. Like, yeah. that that's it. And people just have different ways of doing it, and some don't agree with other people's ways, but we all want the same thing. So if we just unite as a whole, I feel like it wouldn't solve any problems, but it would be the start to solving a lot of problems.
1: Okay. So you feel like music um, in your spiritual um, LLC. <coughs> is part of the puzzle for uniting those different
2: yeah honestly like and that's that's coming like I say this all the time I just work here like I just happen to be the person that has to build this type of company but like <laughs> I, I really feel that you know in where we're going we're we where we need to have more knowledge and awareness about the things that have happened and things that are happening around us and I feel like opening people's eyes to the different ways that things look um is just crucial. Um so
1: empathy. <laughs> empathy is 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 something we lack a lot of times. Yeah. Agreeing to disagree.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: Um let's switch gears into into the financial, the mental and the emotional aspects of what you do. Ooh. So you can start wherever. Take your time. I'm here.
2: Financial. I am an entrepreneur. Say no more. It is not <laughs> easy starting your own business in any type of regard. You're gonna be, you know, what I'm saying,
1: dishing out. There ready. are
2: sacrifices. <laughs> yeah. There's sacrifices <laughs> to be made. There's work that needs to be done. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, but a great book that I read recently that just kind of reiterated things we kind of already thought about. Um, it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, It's essentially like old school financial advice. That's literally what it is. Um, Like in the book, they tell you to keep 10% of everything that you earn and it'll build over time. You know, saving money, like simple, simple things like that. Um, Budgeting, of course, you know, uh, knowing what to spend where, making sure your money works for you. All the other things that any financial advisor would tell you. Um, So beginning to do that process i'm not gonna say i'm perfect you know what i mean i'm not uh i'm not all the way a savant when it comes to the almighty dollar you know what i mean but you know i do make an effort to you know um build the strongest foundations possible and you know enjoy myself while i do so um the mental uh it can be a lot sometimes simply because um I genuinely feel like I care about all of the people that I've worked with or met or like follow me, et cetera. Um, So wanting to keep a relationship with them and have time for myself and manage aspects of the business. um, Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) You know
2: what I mean? And then of course my own creative, you know what I mean? So it's definitely, it's, it's a lot. Um, I've taken the past two days to kind of really just, Take a little bit of a pause button and, you know, see where I can improve, how I can, you know, um, make things more efficient, all of that stuff. Um, But meditation helps, you know, being spiritually aware and, you know, knowing how much is too much. um, That helps a lot. Um, And then emotional. uh, I am super duper emotional so
1: (laughs) okay yeah
2: it's 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 a good old little roller coaster okay um but you know uh i try. well i don't let my emotions necessarily influence certain decisions that i make um and i also realized that when i do get emotional I have to figure out what caused the emotion and see if that's something else that I need to work on. Right, And right. give yourself um,
1: permission to feel what you need to feel too. I think that's something I've learned. Yeah. Is, is we're so quick to be taught to not express ourselves in a lot of ways, because there, to me, there is really no such thing as a negative emotion. Emotion is an emotion. Right. we then assign, you know, the negativity to how we respond to it. So if I'm angry, I'm angry. If I'm sad i'm sad i can express myself in a healthy way by crying or by venting or by you know throwing a pillow i ain't gonna throw nothing hard <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. but it's 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 important for you to express the full range of yourself as a person otherwise you're mm-hmm. not gonna be a full healthy person exactly so i, I be
2: i'd I, I be getting big mad like <laughs> I, when i get mad i get mad you know what i'm saying so like Learning uh, learning healthy coping mechanisms to your anger, things that you need to do, like, or well, if you're sad, you know what I mean, go ahead and let it all out. We feel you. we here for you. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. And knowing do those triggers, think. too, knowing how to read yourself, I think that's yeah. part of a spiritual journey is understanding how you're feeling in a moment and not conflating it with something someone else is doing right so always thinking about we can't control other people we can only control ourselves but if you don't know how to understand and Mm -hmm. read yourself then you might be constantly putting yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable you're going to be angry you're going to be emotional so making sure we're making room for (laughs) that part of us um
2: oh yeah
1: let's see Advice you would give to anybody that is currently on their spiritual journey while also creating music and trying to influence a community?
2: Um, do it with intention, do it with integrity and take your damn time. Listen, I know we have the ideas and they be like, yo, boom, I gotta get the idea. I gotta take your time allow it to allow the idea to fully materialize and then make it happen don't be so quick to just throw an idea out there because i know we have the internet and we have that ability to you know what i mean oh i have this idea i'm gonna go ahead and put it on instagram it's my idea i'm working on like let the idea fully materialize and then release it as a project instead of just blindly putting out ideas um and yeah like i said take take your time um yeah that's pretty much all i got like be patient with yourself and being patient
1: with your art you have because they're one and the same and and when you realize that you you can unlock so many levels within your art and within yourself um how you feel influences your art and your art you know and it being a thing in the world influences a lot about how you feel about the world so Mm -hmm. (sighs) nate this has been great (laughs) this has been a very unique conversation and i love it (laughs) Uh,
2: hey that's that's what we're here for spice it up let's go
1: my last question for you is what is your favorite song currently of your own from your catalog
2: my favorite song that i've made
1: See, I was going to ask that earlier, but I was like, no, I'm going to wait to the end. I usually wait to the
0: end. Okay, you
1: know what? I'll give you three. You got a top three. Is that better? Top three? three. Okay.
2: Can I work
0: with the top three?
2: Yeah, top three. Okay, okay. (laughs) So in no particular order, um, game over. I like game over,
1: yeah. Uh, You hadn't even released that one either.
2: No, I, I game over is out already. It's okay. already on a project. Yeah. Oh okay. dang. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Um, so game over. Um the track different just because like literally is different than anything I've ever done ever. So <laughs> um I think the uniqueness kind of showed through and is one of the is probably the only track I've done in that same like cadence style and all of that. Um and uh, there's a song on, not the project I'm working on, but the last one I released is called Intentions. Um, I just, I like the the verse, how I put the poem in there. Like, it, yo, that song makes me cry every time I hear it.
1: <laughs> you put all your emotions in that song.
2: Yeah, cause it's like, so that song is essentially, like, so my recent project is called The Road Less Travel. And it's about, essentially, the theme is so it's me looking out at a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and the album is the journey to climb the mountain. I love you know that. Said. That's why it's called the first track is called The First Steps and, and all of that stuff. But it's not just a mountain, but it's like the mountain that is life. It's right. Because to get right. yeah. Um and that last song was like, yo, I'm about to I feel like I'm about to hit the about to hit the peak of the mountain. But I want to pay homage to all of the people that I've literally ever met ever. Because um, when you get to a certain point, like, you become more than just a person. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like, when you become an idea for someone or when people think about you, like, certain ideas form in their mind, there's a lot of power behind that. There is. And it's, you know, understanding that I feel like that's where I'm headed um and even though I might get to that point and seem unreachable that like I still e- even having this business now I still think about you know all of the people occasionally to cross my mind sometimes they don't some people gotta let them go, like, they go. <laughs> um, yeah. but there are times when I just sit and reflect on where I came from, how I got where I am now, the people that I've met, the experiences we've had, like the conversations, the different things I've learned because of those conversations and experiences. And like, every time I hear that song, that's all I think about. So I'm like, man.
1: But your music will always be how people can have that personal relationship with you that you will never be unreachable. Unreachable, unreachable, unreachable because you are being your authentic self on a track, then they'll always have that connection with you.
2: Correct.
0: How about that
1: one? Go ahead and plug all your information for the builders and let them know where to find you on social media and where they can listen to your awesome music.
2: Okay. um, So you can find me on any social media or music platform known to man as Nate Jolly. Instagram is specifically Nate underscore Jolly is J-O-L-L-E-Y. Feel free to check out our website perceptionovereverything.com. The book we have on there, albums available for digital download. um, And we also have a portal to my holistic healing services. So if that's something that you're interested in. Um, you'll just see the tab at the top. It's called Sage Services. Tap in, um, and that's pretty much where you find me, guys. And or you can just head to the website, and the rest of that stuff is also on there as well. Um, so that website's everything dot com. College boy.
1: And when are we expecting some new music from you? Um, <laughs>
2: I'm going to say spring or summertime. That's, okay. That's yeah, honestly, like spring spring or summertime. I can't put a specific date on it right now just because I'm not. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors to kind of be figured out first before I put a date on it. But that's kind of where I'm envisioning it, um, either late spring um, or early summer is kind of where I'm looking at right now.
1: OK, you know what that that works for us (laughs) um and i'm your host k antoinette you know where to find me at k antoinette underscore the blogger you can also follow the let's build futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures and visit let's build futures.com um this episode will be out on friday so if you're listening to this we are doing a, a love letter to ourselves for valentine's day you can post it or you can keep it for yourself um But we are writing love letters because the best love is self-love. Self-love. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for that. We do also have some other episodes we're going to be releasing on Sunday. And, uh, Nate, thank you. It's been a great episode.
2: I am. Glad glad you have it. Appreciate it.
1: So this has been another Creating Space, and we'll be in touch, builders. Bye. Peace. Peace.